All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the experience with Michael Aaron Gossetis. I hope everyone is doing well out there. Um, uh, I uh, uh, have been uh, a little busy, as you might have noted, uh, by the last couple of days of uh, content that I've been uh, putting out um, for the general populace to um, enjoy. And now I say to you, welcome back to the experience proper. And it feels just about proper because, um, you know, there was a bunch of things that I just needed to, to manifest and to also um, express, you know, so um, if you caught the last two episodes of the experience, they were actually supplemental episodes or <laughs> the first one in any case being more of like a pilot episode, um, for, um, uh, a new, uh, podcast that I want to be doing with, um, um, the guys over at Q&A Holes Podcast. So that's going to be quite exciting, actually. Um, and, uh, so you can check those out. I actually uploaded them in the, um, well, on my YouTube. So, uh, it's called The Sea Report with Mr. C. Um, I almost called it The Sea Section, but (laughs) I kind of figured that would probably be not in the best of taste. So, um, you can check that out. It'll be playing on the E6W network from Q&A Hall's podcast, in addition to the Saturday and Wednesday night shows that we're doing, um, and also uh, Thursday night whenever I get on. So we'll see how that goes. Um, we'll see what the guys think and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take it from there. But in the meantime, welcome back, as I said, to a proper episode of the Experience Podcast with Michael Aaron Gossetis. Um, uh, it was such a relief to be able to do those, you know, um, uh, if you get a chance, go ahead and take a listen to them. So now it's like, well, what are we going to talk about now? Uh, you know, because in the last episode, um, prior to doing the Sea Report, um, supplemental episodes, uh, cause those are going to be coming out somewhere else now. They're not going to be here on this YouTube channel. They'll most likely be on, um, a speaker with a uh, Q&A host podcast. And then uh, we'll see. We'll see if we ever do a live one. I don't know if I'll do a live one. Now, I, like I said, like what I uploaded here on the website on this YouTube channel was actually video clips of me doing the C report, whereas it's primarily a podcast. Um, but if we ever do a live, that's kind of maybe what it will look like, <laughs> which basically boils down to, uh, this, uh, area here being lit and, um, not having any kind of black light or other kind of, um, lights on. But anyways, so, um, getting back to it, um, go to qdayholespodcast.com if you want more information on the Saturday and Wednesday night shows and also on uh, Joe One of Two's new show and then the Sea Report and then possibly more shows will be coming out. Also, you can check out the um, the Dead Truth, I believe is what it's called. So if any of you guys are fans 
of uh, The Walking Dead, you can go hang out with Jimmy and the guys on The Dead Truth. Um, but anyways, it's quite it's quite a group of friends, quite um, a, li- a little family that uh, has come together in the wake of all of the wokenness, I guess, that's been happening around the country and the world. Um, good people to know, good people to know. If you haven't, uh, seen it, you should go check it out. And, um, I don't know, we'll see what happens because, uh, there's a lot of things developing over there, you know, like what I mean, like there's a lot of things that are, uh, in development, including, uh, some pretty, <laughs> some pretty interesting shows that I think, um, people would, um, probably really... I say I would say they'd be really entertained, but they'd also probably really appreciate it, you know, and I'm not just like building hype because, you know, I work over there with the guys, but um, it would be very interesting to note because uh, we all came together, of course, because um, of, um, you know, MAGA and Q and other things like that, although not necessarily just because of Q, but I mean, come on, like all of the faith bombs that Q is dropping the entire time. Like, I think it's kind of, I don't know. I wouldn't say that it's wrong for someone to either A, turn their backs on Q and deem a conspiracy theory, or B, um, to deny, (laughs) deny, uh, deny their former Q passion, um, or C, just, completely discount it as a conspiracy theory um i don't think that's necessarily fair um i think that there are aspects of the q theory that maybe were set as possible landmines for people who you know um want to discredit you by saying hey you know like something like jfk jr still being alive could possibly be one of those things but i mean you never know i mean i mean there's the last issue of george magazine that was pretty crazy you know it seemed to be that there was a lot of predictions that he left um as possible hints towards what could happen in 2020 and beyond but i mean that's a coincidence you know but at the same time we're what set to be um exposed to all of this brand new technology and we're set to be you know um exposed to all of this new healthcare and and all of these brand new things and and including maybe possibly brand new types of math and brand new types of science and we can't We can't. <laughs> Could you guys hear me at all? You know, if there's someone out there, <laughs> you know, because you have to remember, I'm simulcasting. Now, for those of you who are on the podcast side, what you don't know is I have just been talking to someone. Um, and, uh, apparently I didn't have my headset on, so they may not have heard a damn thing that I was saying, and for that I do apologize, but I was having quite, uh, I was having quite a great conversation, so for those of you on the podcast side, well, you got to hear everything, <laughs> if you're here live streaming with me, uh, you may not have heard anything I said for the last seven and a half minutes, which, you know, well, you can go check out the um, podcast at the experience podcast dot wordpress dot com, 
or you can uh, go to uh, just go to your favorite um, um, podcast player or mp3 whatever a stream a streaming station like we're on spotify we're on um we're on um, google uh google podcasts or on apple podcasts um etc 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 we're not on iheart radio which just breaks my heart but then again i was never a fan of iheart radio because that was just not my scene growing up anyways okay so getting back to what i was talking about <sighs> damn it what was i talking about um oh we we're talking about q so with this whole thing with Q, I just, I don't think it's fair. Um, I think that there could have been some things, like I said, that were there to discredit it. Um, but I mean, really, that's for anything. And, you know, it just really depends how far on a limb that you want to go out and address certain issues. Like, for example, um being a Trump supporter alone was, and this isn't, I don't think this is victim mentality at all. Like, I think this would be really ridiculous to call victim mentality when if you're say, and I'm not white, I'm Hispanic Latino, but say if you're white, you go into the streets and people will punch you in the face just because you're white, or they'll throw your dinner on the floor and, you know, break the glass next to you or something like that, just because of the color of your skin. And I get it. Like, that's how, um, uh, you know, like maybe perhaps the black race uh, felt back in the times that they were either A, enslaved or C, going through the civil rights movements. Um, but at the same time, um, I don't think that it's fair to say it's not an eye for an eye. And like I've said several times before, it's not treat your neighbors the way they treated your great great grandparents. It's treat your neighbors the way you want to be treated. It's not, you know, do unto others as they do unto me and my ancestors. It's do unto others as I want done to me and my children, you know, like, and their children and their children, you know, that's where we have to turn it around. So the people who really support this whole victim racism mentality, I think, uh, may want to consider something like that because when you're treating others the way that you perceive they've treated your ancestors or even, to be fair, immediate family by those who have been targeted by racist, bigoted cops or who have been, you know, picked on by unfair law enforcement because that stuff does exist. Now, let me tell you, growing up where I have grown up, um, we used to face that type of opposition I mean, you know, it wasn't, I was no stranger to law enforcement and I was no stranger to interacting with them, not because of anything per se that I had done. Although I am no angel, I do have, you know, um, I do have um, things on my record, but, um, and I'm not ashamed of them either. I might say so myself, but at the same time also, um, you know, some of it did seem a bit unfair. Some of it did seem a bit biased. And <laughs> let me tell you, I mean, this place is a pit. So um, we'll just have to see what happens moving forward with uh, everything that um, if, if should things go off the way that they should be planned to go off, because, you know, 
we're truly in darkness now, <laughs> you know, um, but at the same time, we are forging through with our own light to, um, you know, remain steadfast and have a sense of integrity towards this fight that we put up since before the four last years. I mean, come on, y'all. Like, it's not like we got into this fight when President Trump came down the golden elevator. I know a lot of us were here a long longer before that. And it just so happens that through this miracle of, you know, uh, a president that was able to just shake everything up and on his way out, uh, you know, clear the dust so that we could see everything that was going on in the world, in the government, in economics, in all of that stuff, you know, that... Um, <laughs> we were able to meet each other, you know, <laughs> like, so that's kind of fucking cool. And we know, um, even viewers who are watching out there know that we've been in it since before. So why, why should we go ahead and sit back now? Um, even though the optics of everything that we see is what's really driving us insane because the optics of everything is, uh, what's telling us that we've been defeated. And I think that uh, there are some people out there that are really just like, mm, like, no, 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 no. We're done now because we done, done, did, did loss. And, and Joe Biden, and you know, I was like that the same day that the news, I think it was like CNBC or something like that, they formally announced President-elect Joe Biden as the winner of the um, election. And I remember freaking out that morning and I felt the fear, man. I felt the fear. And it wasn't good. But at the same time, um, you know, uh, close friends and associates of mine, I consider, were able to calm me down so that this way I wouldn't be... Uh, I was like, we need to go live on the air right now. I was like, we need total coverage. I was like, they have declared Joe Biden. I was like, what are we going to do? And they're like, now, now, Michael, calm down. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So uh, I think that's kind of the sense that we have going on here because I myself was also expecting airplanes to fall. I mean, not airplanes to fall out of the sky for, you know, air troopers to fall out of the sky. I was expecting, but, you know, they have all of these things going on. And so, I mean, Maybe it took me a month to rebound and I apologize because I could see it. Oh, God. Maybe. Oh, I just hate to think that. But I could see it clearly once I got back to the hotel room on January 6th and I saw the way the news was covering it. Like, not only was I dead tired, not only were my bones hurting, not only was I ready to go to sleep, but I was totally like left as roadkill when I saw the coverage that they had of what I experienced at the Capitol. And I was like, holy shit, like 
they's really gonna try and impeach this fool over a riot that he did not incite like and i was like look at the way they're moving this camera i was like nothing about this seems right like nothing about this seems right like something else is going on and 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 we're discovering that there might have been some other separate forces at work that we don't know the full picture of but i guess once they um you know move forward on these uh, pseudo impeachment trials against an innocent man who has the protection of his first amendment right along with the transcripts that transcripts that prove he did not incite violence and uh the media is totally taking his speech out of context a la adam schiff and the ukraine transcript um it's just it's too much, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it is just too much. But at the same time, it's just enough because it's just enough that uh, we can handle this and we can move forward and we can um, we can keep the faith in, in what is to come. Um, okay, so... Um, I know that uh, there was a point in there somewhere that I am not looping back around to yet, but um, I may just go ahead and change the subject on that note. But um, uh, very interesting times, um, as I am prone to say, um, when you're living in the age of history, uh, when you're living when history is being written and being made, like that is something that I think it's something it's something for people to be able to recognize that like some people don't recognize that when they're living through history like this is an extremely historic time we're gonna see what's gonna happen um it's like when I was watching uh, uh I was watching Tori says um her she actually had a panel on today and one of her guests had mentioned that in um trump's new white house uh down there in florida uh that he had um he had uh he had an assassination attempt two to three days ago um she said and i quote it was the 57th assassination attempt on his life since he i guess i don't know since it was before he was in office or since he came down the golden elevator or since he was inaugurated as president but apparently in his time in the eyes of these deep state bad acting politicians they have tried to have someone has tried to have had him assassinated 47 uh, 57 times and um someone's in the shadows and uh he had installed um he had installed bulletproof windows at his uh his uh, palace in Marlago which um is rumored to be the new white house honestly and uh one of our colleagues in discord shared a photo of that which i was oh it was just quite grandiose it was almost baroque but not too cliched on my part to say that it was baroque but it was quite beautiful um anyways and uh so that's pretty crazy right like 57 times they've tried to kill him and um generally i generally i trust uh i trust the things that i hear on tori i don't think she would do us wrong um but you guys heard uh was about episode six or seven 
whenever I had a guest on. Um, and if you know, if any of you out there listening to this in the future would like to be a guest on the experience with Michael Aaron Caceres, it's very simple. Um, and just get a hold of me and we'll see what we can do. But you know, generally, you know, because on this particular podcast, I'm just talking about, you know, my life and anything in general. It's just I've had, I've been so consumed with the political landscape and, you know, how that is affecting everyone the last couple of months that I've really put a lot of what I've been doing creatively on hold, um, which is why you're not seeing as much writing coming out and fiction and poetry in like my, my, um, the root of many returns.com, which is my website and blog, uh, that is for my work and my writing and my poetry and stuff like that. And my artwork now, because, um, I now have artwork available. Um, I'm actually selling originals. Like I'm not a make a print kind of person. So I have some original charcoals on there right now. Um, and maybe at some point in the future, I might put some of my paintings up there as well. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Um, and, uh, and of course my books are available at the root of many returns.com or just go ahead and purchase at any of your favorite book shopping places. I hate to advertise Bezos, but since he's no longer the richest man in the world, um, I'd say if you have prime or if you shop on Amazon, then you can get my books there too. Um, and, um, currently you have, and then also if you buy the, uh, the newest uh, chat book that I had published, um, called Severance Poems, um, Poems from a Dystopian America. Um, all proceeds from that go to Q&A Hole's podcast um, as soon as they release the funds to me uh, from the sales that are made on those copies. So and that special is going to be, I'm just going to have that indefinite for now. Um, but uh, but uh, the rest of the books, you know, like it, it helps me because, you know, my art and uh, anything that I do in the podcast world scape is literally all I have for any kind of income at the moment. Um, and then, you know, we'll have to see how it goes because the way Joe Biden has been, uh, uh, has been, um, running this gambit of, uh, of, um, uh, executive orders, uh, it seems very probable and very highly likely that it's going to be harder to get a job because there's going to be more jobs vanishing. And then because of these COVID regulations, which, you know, we're really kind of hearing two stories right now. We're hearing it's going to get worse. And then we're hearing that there's uh, no need to stay in quarantine. So what is the story? I know there are still a lot of citizens and people of America that are concerned about it, even though the COVID coronavirus is really just a flu. Um, with a bacterial corona that, you know, it's just, it's a freaking flu, basically. Um, but um, what do you call it? Uh, because of that, um, you know, there's going to be certain regulations as well with the vaccine, for example. Like, uh, there are people I know who are being mandated by their job. Their job is saying, if you don't get this vaccine, you cannot come back to work here. And I think that's a problem because... I'm not going to get the vaccine and I would not get the vaccine and some jobs are requiring it and it's just ridiculous. Like there's no way that it's going to happen. And, um, 
I would hope that, uh, you know, President Trump will be installed back into the White House before it gets to that point, and then we can go back on to, um, you know, a better economic platform and a better economy, uh, to more jobs, uh, to higher wages, to uh free money that's not free but you know it's not it's not uh rigged money and um you know and then i can uh i can you know have my dream job of of owning a a, a bookstore performance teaching and a coffee space um that also houses my publishing company and that would be great Anyways, <clears throat> so um, as I said, I am simulcasting right now on YouTube, um, on my YouTube channel, and then as well as um, creating the next episode that will be dropping on Anchor probably later on tonight. Um, I really, um, I really appreciated the clarity that uh, running some of those episodes, uh, test episodes, did for me, um, as far as uh, being able to engage that part of me. <laughs> if you saw, like, oh my god, the last three to four episodes, I think I was really like. Not the last two. Prior to the C report, uh, those last two, three episodes, uh, I, w I was really, whew, man, what a time. What a fucking time. Everything from uh, January 6th through that time period was just mm, insane. Um, insane, insane, insane. And um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But, uh, let's see if there's anything else I would like to mention before. I don't think I'm going to wrap up the episode just yet. Um, generally, whenever I'm doing, uh, like the, um, experience podcast episodes, I like those to at least run somewhere closer to an hour, um, as opposed to, you know, something short and simple, but there's nothing really wrong with that. Um, I just wanted to make sure that there was a fairly good understanding that moving forward, the C report would be uh, uh, brought to you on a different station. Um, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed being my guinea pigs for that because I had a fun time making it and we'll see what's up with that moving forward. Um, I'll keep you guys in on the I'll keep you guys informed for sure when it comes to those things. But let's see. Um, is there anything else that I wanted to speak to you all about? Um, you know, we did talk about that whole, uh, thing in regards to, uh, contacting our politicians. So I know that there's some things that are going down right now. Um, there's some things that, uh, Tori Morris is pushing on her platform, torysays.com. Um, I, you know, I'm not aware of how much bigger it's getting than that. I know she's let on that it's in regards to, um, it's in regards to, uh, legislative, um, 
uh, a legislative path that they can use in order to replace um, the representatives and the senators and basically everybody that's been voted on because they're all there illegally because of the fact that, you know, this was done um, with international uh, foreign interference and, you know, there's evidence of fraud. Everything is just illegal about the last election that happened, like hands down. And as a mirror, because the universe has a great way of providing mirrors for us, uh, if we're, um, you know, discerning enough to see them, um, the mirror here is what's going on kind of in uh, Burma or Myanmar, whichever you prefer to call it. Um, I think people probably from more of the Asian area call it Burma. And um, they're having a military coup over there right now. Um, the woman, the female leader, her last name, Kie. Um, I'm not going to try and do her whole name right now because I don't have the information in front of me, but she, um, she is a, a friend of Obama and Hillary Clinton accused of genocide. Um, I think she might be a possible, um, shill or something like that for the deep state people, uh, because they've been under a military, um, leadership in Burma for at least 50 years prior to the National League or whatever of Democrats or democracy being uh, winning an election and the military handing that over. But um, on February 1, they went ahead and they um, uh, they raided all of the members and all of the uh, uh, um, heads of the government um, and leaders of the party, including Kiev. And, you know, something similar like this did happen in Russia uh, under Putin, where every single member of their, you know, uh, Congress, I think, um, was replaced and was taken off uh, because, uh, well, I mean, it has to do with these banking people and it has to do with them having other uh, people who are against their nation, essentially, and who are working for global uh, global interests, uh, taking them out, which is basically where we're at right now here in America. So that is the mirror. Um, Myanmar was uh, counted as one of the worst places for human trafficking, and um, I wouldn't probably wouldn't doubt that also includes child trafficking uh, in Burma. Um, and uh, due to the fact that they also were, you know, well loved by, you know, uh, hot dog Obama, Barack Obama, hot dog Barack Obama and uh, uh, extra cheese Pete's face Hillary Clinton, um, that there was probably something going on there. And uh, the military basically stepped in saying that there was a bunch of irregularities in the voting system. I don't doubt that they were using the same voting or the same uh, a voting fraud and scandal that went down here, which was a coup here in the United States and also a coup probably over there in Burma. And it was taken over by another coup, which is the military. Um, they I mean, they may be under military control for the whole time because they've been trying to protect their nation from these people who sneak in and uh, covertly take over your country without you even realizing it before you even realize that your pants are down your underwear are missing and that's how crafty these deep state mofos are like you don't even know that they stole your panties 
and you're sitting there nice and pretty in your trousers and you know your panties are gone like so think about that because that's just that's they they've they've been good at panty raids for over a century or two these deep deep state people but i think it's just it's something else that people are actually able to see it that people are actually able to um you know witness some of these things like like some of the things like we're talking about some d-class stuff we're talking about more things becoming readily available like i've I've recently seen some of these those chrissy teigen quotes that the tweets that she would send like oh my god girl like who jokes like that like that is just some sick shit like who fucking says shit like that and thinks that it's funny even you know like so um i don't know like uh it's just it's crazy to think um but it's it's really a good thing that i think that people are able to see that things are in fact you know uh i think they're turning around personally and it just sucks because we can't see what's going on per se but again if as long as we are making our voices heard um i think that goes a long way you know, um, sending a letter to the president asking him to make sure that all 50, you know, states of the union are audited because all of them experience fraud. You showing up and being part of uh, um, uh, an event that was very symbolic indeed, even though it was hijacked and basically it was a false flag that occurred that day on January 6th. Um, I think is is another thing too um but but still being there and keeping the faith you know and, and not giving up basically so anyways okay well it's been real guys I think I am going to go ahead and cut it there tonight I just wanted to catch up with y'all a little bit and let you know about uh you know the whole C report and the whole experience thing in case some of y'all got you know because on my um on my uh what do you call it on my uh, anchor.fm account anchor.fm slash i think i changed it to the ex pod or the x podcast um i'll get those i'll get that address down for you correct before the next episode um otherwise you just check it out on whatever uh whatever platform or station you're listening to me on now um you can catch the uh experience podcast with michael aaron Costaris on uh, as I was saying earlier, uh, at least eight or nine different platforms. And uh, you can always go to the experiencepodcast.wordpress.com. Check out the root of many returns.com. Check out Q and aholespodcast.com. And I think for now that's it. And, you know, I might give you one more.com in the future depending on how uh, the publishing goes. But either rate, uh, do expect from the publishing world another book coming out of poetry this year. And if I can manage to get through some editing on some fiction, maybe I will get you another fiction book out in 2021. No promises, though, because, oh my goodness, 2016, 2017 were the last two novels I had coming out. So I'm overdue, guys. It's already 2021. It's not good. Uh-huh. I've been telling everyone I've been writing a book. Uh-huh. I mean, I have been, but Jesus Christ. 
it only comes in it only comes in in so much bouts of inspiration anyways okay so i'm gonna go ahead and let you guys go you guys have a great night and you have a great day a great morning whenever you see this podcast have a great day and just enjoy yourself and don't forget that i love you and i will always say that because i do and um uh y'all have a good one bye Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Casadis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares.